Thank you for tuning in to Passion for Purity. This is the podcast for Christian young men who are fighting to have sexual integrity while living in a hypersexualized culture. I'm your host, Wesley Reinhardt, and this is episode 06 entitled Fighting Porn from Boomers to Gen Z. In it, we'll take a look at how the landscape and availability of sexual temptation has changed over the last century, and we'll finish the episode by talking about what to do about it. Let's dive in. Pornographic content has been around for a very long time. And this is not a surprise when you consider that God made us to be sexual beings. However, we, we have a view of sexual sin that is limited by our cultural context, or the time and place that we live. For instance, it's a little hard for us to imagine some of the sexual sins that Paul warns the Corinthians against, uh, because Corinth was a cultural and religious melting pot. The Temple of Aphrodite would have employed over 1,000 temple prostitutes, and for a Corinthian young man, sexual sin would have looked like visiting one of those readily available prostitutes. Now, there were other ways too, but each generation seems to have some nuances to its sexual temptations. And with that in mind, I'd like you to think about how sexual temptation has changed over the last century, specifically in light of pornography. Okay, the oldest generation that's still largely represented today is the baby boomer generation. Now, there are slightly different numbers and names for the generations, but baby boomers are the ones born roughly between 1946 and 1964. Um, that would put them in their late 50s to 70s today. Then you have Gen X, and they're born from 1965 to 79. They're the people that are in their 40s or 50s, then come millennials in the 80s and 90s, and then come Gen Z um, from the late 90s to 2010. Okay, I'm going to read a part of a book written by a baby boomer. This is Fred Stoker, and he's one of the authors of the Every Man's Battle series, a great series um, on the subject of sexual purity. Okay, well, listen to what he says about his experience of temptation back when he was a young man. He says, there was a monster lurking about, and it surfaced each Sunday morning when I settled in my comfy Lazy Boy and opened the Sunday morning newspaper. I would quickly find the department store inserts and begin paging through the colored newsprint filled with models posing in bras and panties, always smiling, always available. I loved lingering over each ad insert. It's wrong, I admitted, but it's such a small thing. It was a far cry from Playboy, I told myself. Okay, well, that's Fred Stoker. Again, he's a part of the baby boomer generation. And that was his experience of sexual temptation. Now, it doesn't stop there. Uh, there were more graphic materials that could be obtained if you went to a certain store in a certain part of town. But that was him, Sunday morning newspaper. So you've got a guy struggling with lust by looking at department store ads in the paper. First, let me ask you, who still gets the newspaper delivered? Uh, just a few old people, right? It appears that a hard copy of the newspaper is quickly dying with the generation of baby boomers. And while that experience of a baby boomer um, happened 40 years ago, 40, 50 years ago, think about how the digital age was beginning to gain serious momentum during the time that millennials were coming of age. This would have been from the 90s to 2010. They were the bridge between no one having a smartphone and everyone having a smartphone. So now let me read you an excerpt from a book called Digital Cocaine by Brad Huddleston. And as a side note, I'd highly recommend his book for more reasons than just his excellent perspective on porn. 
Anyways, he describes the availability of pornography when his book was published in 2016. That's within the last five years. He says, Nothing turns on a straight guy more than the thought of a female who will do anything, and I mean anything, he wants. This is part of the appeal of porn. Have a wife who's not satisfied with your sexual fantasies? Or who's not satisfying your sexual fantasies? No problem. There are plenty of women online who will. So let the porn surfing begin. Just go to your favorite search engine, type in your wildest sexual desire, and presto, there she is. Let the fantasy and masturbation begin. So let's break that down. He went from a time when a man was pretty limited by the type and quantity of porn that he could get. He could simply lust over paper advertisements, or he could go to a certain part of town to purchase said material in person. Again, that's not a lot of options, and that's a lot of work to get those options. But as Mr. Huddleston points out, a lust-filled guy in the 21st century has literally millions of options. Not only is the number of websites too high to legitimately explore, but so is the amount of content on those websites. And this is not to mention other social platforms such as Instagram and Snapchat. As if the internet content wasn't enough, we also have a host of online services that will connect people solely for a sexual encounter. So, what do we do with all this? First, we've got to ask ourselves, where are we most susceptible to sexual attacks uh, in our time and culture? You and I have got to recognize where we're most tempted and guard ourselves accordingly. If it's on your phone, then you build a fence to keep from falling on your phone. If it's a late night TV show, then you set up a fence for yourself. If it's paper magazines, uh, you do the same thing. And I've left out some of the more timeless temptations like adultery and premarital sex. Whether you're going too far with your girlfriend or you're flirting with a coworker, you've got to know where the temptation is coming at you in your culture. And the point is, know where you're tempted and create your battle plan accordingly. The second thing that we must do in light of our culture's sexual sins and perversions is properly live out and support God's plan for sexuality. If you want to help Gen Z see the danger and emptiness of sex on a screen, then focus on living out a Christ-centered marriage. Because when you seek to let Christ have full control of your romantic and sexual life, and you begin to see the true joy and harmony that comes with that territory, it sends a clear message to those around you that human sexuality does have a fulfilling place in our life. And if given the opportunity, it's even good to tastefully talk about the joys of a committed covenant relationship. And yes, sex is definitely one of those joys. So for your own sake... Again, know where you're tempted in, in your time and culture. And, and for the sake of others, strive to model God's plan for our sexuality. I'll close with Paul's exhortation in 1 Corinthians 6. Flee sexual immorality. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. If you found the episode to be a blessing, please like, comment, or share on uh, whatever platform you're currently listening. Until next time, keep fighting.